Hello, all you sexy people. You're listening to KEM Top Talk Presents Maribel Blue Unfiltered. about being sick 
was I was always checking my breathing. Can I breathe fully in without any issues or problems? And I didn't have those issues. I did have a cough, which was bizarre. But for the most part, my thing was I couldn't stand up for a period of time. Like I couldn't even stay standing up for five minutes. Even cleaning the cat litter boxes, like just one, cleaning one box drained me. I had to literally come back. Cause I, I have one up here in my bathroom, um, and I have one downstairs in like this little alcove area where the front door is and the extra bedroom downstairs with the bathroom. And, I mean, I was just so winded, and and I was really concerned, so... When he checked my ears, he had seen that the right ear was red and raw, he said. So that kind of explains probably why I was, like, having this vertical type of thing going on where I just couldn't stand for a long period of time. So they prescribed me antibiotics, which I've been taking, and it's also, like, a a whole other realm of taking medication so that you can get better and it still makes you feel like crappy but like I said I went to the supermarket today and it just seems that people in some ways they really are honoring the distancing of other people like it was really crowded today in the supermarket I hadn't been out I'm still not driving myself because I just don't feel capable enough to feel that I can drive. So, um, and it was just crowded. I mean, it was crowded. You had people. And then this is the thing about like this quote unquote social distancing. Like everybody has masks and stuff like that. And instead of just kind of going into a corner if you're trying to decide where you're going to go, people just stand right in the middle. And it's like, hello, <laughs> I got to walk by. And you're, you're right in the middle of everything, even if you're wearing a mask. So there's just all of this stuff that's been going on um, this week. I don't know if you've been – you're really good with, with catching up with the news, Nelson. Um, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The topic tonight is: Can you just say anything on social media? And of course, that relates to a lot of the things that have been going on in the news today. Um, the guy who got shot by those two men—probably we should just get started with that. And I really shouldn't just call him the guy I'm like trying to look it up now um yeah I I I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about the guy I forget the guy's name too Abu, unfortunately Abu, you know Aburi Aburi I okay. hope I'm pronouncing his name right so he was right. shot and killed in February while out for a oh, jog in a residential neighborhood And these two jackasses, I'm not even going to say their names because they're not worthy of saying it on my show, um, killed him. Now, here's the crazy thing is that there was somebody recording the whole thing, and I really didn't think about it until after 
that I had watched it because somebody put it on YouTube and I mean not on YouTube, somebody put it on their Instagram. And as I was watching I didn't realize what I was watching. And then after that I was like, Oh shit, like this is the dude that they killed. And then I was thinking about the person that was recording the whole thing, how they were driving like super slow. And it didn't dawn on me until maybe, I don't know, a couple of days later that I was like, that's funny that there's a person recording. They would only be recording if they knew what was going to happen. So who is this person and how come they're not arrested? And I mean, and for it to, to come out now, like this thing happened in February. So clearly, wow. I mean, I think, I think about it like this. I'm sure that there was a case, you know, of murder at the police station because when somebody gets killed, and I don't care what color you are, murder is murder. End of story. Um, there's going to be an open case in the police department, despite of what people say on social media. And the thing is, is that maybe they just didn't have enough information to go by. And this is the reason why it wasn't public knowledge and the reason why it's coming out now. Like a lot of people want to blame, oh, because he was black and, you know, they kept it hidden and all of this stuff. These are the things that I want to bring up because how well versed are people to just assume that this was like some hidden secret. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, now I didn't realize it was like in February until you just said it. I mean, like I didn't see too much of this. I mean, I saw it during the week. I mean, Mm -hmm. they they got the guys obviously, but you know, I, and I'm just as surprised as you are. Why is this being brought up now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I, that, that's the part that that bondles me the most. But, but you know, we're living in the world now. Like, you caught something on tape. Either somebody puts it on YouTube or they use it as evidence. I don't know. This is a, right. this is a really crazy world. But, but I'm just more surprised that this is the fact, the fact that it's brought up now. I mean, like, this mm-hmm. is like what? I found out, like, what, two, three days ago? And this is like yeah. early May. And and this mm-hmm. happened in February. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a disgusting part. I want to say, as far, and I'm I'm gonna safely assume that either a they really didn't want to do anything about this. Was it a quote unquote unsolved murder? Was the person recording? Did somebody find their phone? Did they share the video with somebody as to boast about what had happened? And the person or persons they sent it to felt like it was wrong. You know, here's one of the things that really gets me sick about society. You know, this whole division of white versus black and assuming that all white people are racist when they're not. You know what I mean? It's like this is something that has been happening for many, many years. And, you know, a lot of people, they don't know American history. They don't bother to learn about American history. 
As a matter of fact, as I was looking up things on Twitter today and just um, reading stuff, and I hope that I had liked some posts because a lot of the times I like posts, it's not because I like it. It's kind of just a way to have it um, so that I could discuss it later on, you know, and just remember. So there's some dude, I don't know who this dude is, but they threw a cup at him, which I thought it was hilarious. Matt, Matt Getz. He had press charges against a woman that intentionally spilled a drink on him, and now she's going to jail for seven days. He's some representative in Florida or, or something to that effect. Um, and then, of course, when something happens, people start to respond. And they respond, you know, either they're doing a shameless promotion on their product or their website or what have you. Um, wow. Or that goes without saying. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> or they're sharing other stuff. So somebody had shared um, the two guys that were caught in Atlanta for this murder. But then somebody else shares a picture of a man who has a shirt on, um, hold on, because somebody actually had, uh, somebody had posted something, and, and it's from a website called bettergeorgia.org, that they're claiming, okay, this man, they're claiming that he wore this shirt and that he said, I will kill any Muslim that will attempt to silence my disagreement with their ideology of hate. Yes, I carry a gun because I will kill anyone foreign and domestic. The violent white nationalist standing next to Brian Kemp. Now, apparently they're saying this is the same man that killed this jogger. Although the man that they caught that's in custody and the man that's in the picture are two entirely different things. So there's, there's, there's all these infusions that are just happening around this story because you have a lot of these quote-unquote patriot people that were out in Michigan with their guns and you know talking about opening up the economy. Meanwhile, like most of these people didn't even finish elementary school but they're walking around with guns thinking they're all that in a bag of chips like they have all of the answers and talking about the Second Amendment. And a friend of mine, he had put out a, uh, not a tweet, um, he had put something on Instagram talking about how everybody wants to talk about the Second Amendment, but they don't know what it is that they are talking about. Let me see if I can find, um, of course, I'm not going to find his Instagram because I forget the name that he goes by. Um, he doesn't go by his, his name. In case, like, you don't hear me for whatever reason that is, let me know because I'm moving the microphone around. I'm actually doing the show in my bedroom because I have no desire to sit down um, on my chair in my office. 
just not so you're just walking either. around in your bedroom looking for something? Is that what you're telling me? I was looking for the um, the tweet that my friend had put out about the second amendment, but now of course I can't remember his um, his handle on Instagram, and uh, wow. I can't pull up what he said. But basically, he was talking about like how stupid people are, you know, that they're talking all of this shit about the second amendment. And the right to bear arms, but nobody really knows what they're talking about. You know, the right to bear arms doesn't mean you get to drive down a street while a person is jogging and you suspected that they were involved in some kind of crime because they're black and it gives you the right to shoot them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes, without a doubt. Yes, without a doubt. Some people just don't understand what the Second Amendment is. You know, it's your, your, your right to bear arms, you know, pretty, pretty much what it is. Your right to protect yourself, not to be a vigilante and thinking there's something going on that is not really there. Right. You know, the Western days were very, very different. <laughs> during, well, the Wild during... Wild West was completely... Yes. During the wild, wild west, if you were playing a card game and you lost and you owed money and you didn't have the money right then and there, he fucking shot you because, that you know, it, it was lawless at that time. And that's what people did. It's like, wait, you owe me money. <laughs> you don't have it? What? I'm shooting your ass right now. And that's what they did. That's the crazy yeah. thing. So I'm just feeling now that there's a lot of misinformation mm. that's going around with this poor guy. Um, you know, there's a reason why that people or not people, more like the police department, whatever state it's in, Sometimes they are not obligated to let the press know what's going on because in them not saying anything, they kind of want to lure the murderer, whoever it is that they're trying to catch. Because the idea is is that if you give out too much information, then all of that can be mixed up in who it is that they're trying to catch or who, who they suspect committed a crime um, and the reason why I know that because I watch investigations discovery you know and I mean it's like who better to hear it from than actual police officers and detectives who who have studied for this you know who understand what it is to lure a murderer and try and catch them because if you give away too much, and this is why I was saying from the beginning that who knows if this was an open case, they weren't talking about it because maybe in the hope of not saying anything that somebody would come forward and say, hey, um, I know something about this murderer. I mean, look, 
to kill someone is not a natural thing. When I first moved out here to Arizona, there was a man who had seen a sheriff. I think he was, I don't know if he was getting beat up. He was, he was getting hurt by somebody. And when he had seen this, he stopped. And I guess he told the man, if you don't stop hurting the sheriff, I'm going to shoot you. And the guy didn't stop. And he shot him and killed him. Now, when he was in the news and they were talking to him, this man was like bawling in tears. Do you know? Like he was not happy about what he did. And you're right. You know, you you carry a gun to protect yourself and to to defend yourself. Or if you see something happening, like out here, you know, if you see that the house across the street could potentially be getting robbed, that doesn't give you the right to take your gun and go to that person's house and say, "Um, if you don't stop robbing their house, I'm going to shoot you. You can't do that only if it's happening in your house. And I can't tell you how many stories I've heard out here about people trying to come in and, like, not specifically to my area, but just Arizona as a whole. And the perpetrator was met with a gun. Because it's just like, how do you think you're going to come into somebody's house and do any type of home invasion and think that you're not going to leave out of here without a toe tag. Like, it's going to happen. And people out <laughs> here, they don't play. But they also understand. You know what I mean? I would like to believe that they understand to a point that they can't just shoot their gun because they feel like it. What yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> it's not like, you know, you can go, you know, rob a house and expect milk and cookies next to you when when you're robbing that house and then everything and then like like it's okay, you know what I mean? Oh, well, that makes sense. I, but, um, I cannot even begin to tell you. There's an app called the Next Door app. I don't know if there's other the, apps like it, but it's Next kind Door of like app. The, Wait a minute. The yeah, Next Door app. What's that? It's it like it's like a neighborhood app, and what it is is that you sign up, but it only works with your location. It doesn't work. Like, you can't just go and join and think that you can, you know, put yourself in another state or what have you, because it goes, it, it's almost like, um, uh, like it pinpoints your location. So you can't go somewhere else. Do you know what I'm saying? So you join yeah. and basically what it is is that people in the neighborhood kind of share things that are going on. Um, if there's, if there are robberies or vandalism or if strange people are knocking on the door, usually people will have them like in their cameras and things of that nature. So they would actually share this information um, with other people so that you're aware. But also, it, it also works as if, if somebody's selling something. So there is like a marketplace where people can sell their things and what have you. Um, it's very simplistic, but it's also very much like Facebook. You know what I mean? You've got people complaining and crying, you know, people constantly losing their cats, dogs, 
dogs. I mean, people are like, yeah, I let my cat out the other night and she hasn't come back. And it's stupid. Like, why are you letting your cat out? Then, of course, if somebody says something, then it is the whole argument, which is funny because I just sit on sidelines reading all this stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. That's crazy. But, hey, look, I, I can't hear you. What? I'm sorry. You were kind of breaking up your hopes. Am I breaking up? A little bit. What I'll about now? Me, but I, I should be fine. Okay. No, I was going to say that if you download the app, you'll be able to see, you know, who's in your neighborhood and, um, and, and you know, whatever it is that's going on. It's, and, you know, it's useful sense, especially now with this whole lockdown thing and being sequestered at home. You have people that make inquiries about where to get paper products, um, stores are open, what stores are not open. So it's very informational if you're looking for a partner. So what's you get, like, recommendations. Yeah, so what's the name of the app again, just to be sure? Next door. <laughs> Next door. Yeah, I'll share. I'll share it with you from my phone. I think that when I put my <laughs> phone next to my mic, that's when there's some kind of static that goes on. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'll share. I'll share it with you um, at but, some point. But. You know that that app kind of reminds me of the Citizens app. I'm not sure. Are you are you you not sure what that is? But um, wait, what's the name of it? Citizens. No, I never heard of that app. That sounds that's like a next door, right? Sort of. I'm not sure if it's in available in Arizona, but it should be nationwide. But it's called Citizens. Similar to it, it basically reports any little crime. Or in this case, you know, with the COVID-19, I don't know where the the other 18 were, but um, (laughs) COVID-19. I always wonder about that. But anyway. um, But anyway. They're somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Before I get into the other thing that's kind of related to that, um, the Citizen app is basically like an app where, like, if you have it on your phone in this case, it will report any little crime or any little thing that's around your way. For example, the funniest thing, I live in Manhattan, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Uh, there's always something going on. Um, somebody actually, well, in the Citizens app in this case, you basically report, you know, if you happen to see a crime, you'd be able to report it yourself, and then everybody else mm-hmm. would know. And here's the example of what I mean. Like some, like if somebody or two two people are fighting in the street or something, and the cops show up. Sure, sure mm-hmm. enough, somebody would be crazy enough to put it on Citizens app, but everybody else would know and react to it as well. Kind of like a like, right. oh my god, that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. basically like um, a neighborhood watch, but its own way. You know, oh, there's a crime across the street. Oh, it was good to know. Hopefully, and they'll say, oh, latest update, the police has showed up. Stuff like that, and. You know, those things are, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it's called, Citizens App. It kind of reminds you of that app that you were just talking about, Next Door Neighbor or something like that. <laughs> that sounds yeah, kind of funny. It's called, it's called Next Door. Yeah, um, Next Door. 
Yeah, and and then and the other one is I, I would recommend also is Citizen if it's available in your area. Well, I'm gonna see if they have it. I mean, they should have it for the iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah. It reports any little crime around you, right? So at least you know what's going on. You know, if you feel safe or not. I mean, not not that that that, that that's, that's the reason, but it's like you know, if you really need to know what's going on, like like uh, earlier today, somebody. There was a fight between two people I don't even know, but it happened two blocks away. <laughs> or there was a wait. I'm or somebody or, a fight. or or or, or, or in a serious note, there was a fire five blocks away. Usually, citizens have to report that too. Stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I just find that funny because it's. So typical of New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I had that while yeah. I was still in the Bronx, can you imagine all of the things that would be going down on that app? I mean, it would just be insane. You would get all of your first-hand gossip through that app. So, like I said, um, next door, I think that sounds interesting, along with Citizens app. Maybe if you have those two things, you'd probably, probably be more informed than anything. <laughs> so... But um, but yeah. Speaking of which, another topic that I I don't know with this COVID nineteen thing. I think the next big thing they're actually they're, they're reporting is this uh, Asian hornet um, bug that's coming out. What that is just came that here. all about? I mean, explain to me. I go into Twitter because you know that's my thing. That's what I use. Next to Instagram, I'm using Twitter. All of a sudden, I'm seeing this. Hornet eating a bee, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm such at a loss. Please explain. All I know is that it's a it's a bug, obviously, and it's a very deadly bug. And I didn't realize it eats other bugs, so you just said it. So it eats another bee and didn't sting them, I guess. No, but but a bug that's like pretty poisonous. That's all I know. And it's like, and it's pretty, and it's, and it's I. I Want to say it's from Asia? I don't know where. Maybe China, but I don't know. But, <laughs> but all I know is that it. like, somehow it's in the state. <laughs> and it's like how? <laughs> they like leave a lab. I don't know how this happens, but it, it, this hornet now is pretty much uh, a dangerous thing. I mean, I haven't been into a park in a few months, but I'm afraid to go there now. There's a hornet. <laughs> Hornet thing going on here now. Let me tell you a something. A deadly horny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that that's not a thing just from China. Isn't that like worldwide? Don't we have it in the United States like, of it, America? Yeah, but it, it mentioned it was. I could be wrong, but I think it mentioned it was Asian. I'm not I'm not saying that that's what it's from, but it, that's what it that's what it was mentioned. But I, again. I don't know how true that is. I mean, like, there's hornets in the States, too. It's all over the world, too, but... Maybe I'm confusing I'll... it for a wasp. I'm, you, there's, another, there's another type of bug. Um, the only reason why I ask, because I remember my sister, she had lived, she had lived in some house or something like that. Um, she was renting, I think, the upstairs. And... There used to be a wasp shed that would sit like by the garbage. I don't know. It just made a home there. 
and they would be afraid to go out their garbage because this thing, when it would, it would start flying and trying to attack them. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I don't know if it's like the same thing. You know what I mean? Where they they they, they behave the same way. I don't know. I'm not a bug person. I'm not a bug expert. But yeah, I mean, long and behold, and see, this is the shit that I'm talking about, that once a person person sees something that's going on, it suddenly becomes viral. So I'm waking up three hours later from the East Coast, and I'm seeing all of this stuff on Twitter about the hornet eating a bee, and I'm like, did I miss something? Did I miss a memo (laughs) (laughs) on, like, bugs? What did it have to do with? I don't know. I I, I don't know. There's a war going on with bugs with each other. I don't know. I I, I might be, I don't know if there's there's a way to be in a loop with that, but uh, all I know, again, is that there's a hornet. This is pretty much taking over um, the world now next to COVID. I mean, like, are we, are we going to be have being forced to stay home for this too? I, well, here, I, CBS News, right? Murder hornets have come to the U.S. as unwitting hitchhikers. News of the murder hornets arrival in the United States has set an internet abuzz in recent days. Two of the the world's largest hornet species were discovered late last year in Washington state and scientists have been trying to track the invasive insects to eradicate them. How, but how did the Asian giant hornets, which have orange and black markings are nearly two inches long, make it to America? I mean, the only thing that I could say is that somebody bought it here. Look, when I was in college, I remember I had to take like a science course kind of like a a geology type course. You have to take a science course. I think I picked something that had to do with like biology or the earth or whatever. And they were talking about like why certain species wouldn't survive in America as opposed to a different country because of climate and why certain things are not supposed to be bought here. And I would think it's because people are bringing things did you see that tweet where somebody had crabs in a suitcase and, and when they arrived at the airport, I guess the crabs broke out of the suitcase and they were all over the the turnstile thing where the people <laughs> were waiting for the suitcases? That's actually and funny, I'm like, but no. What the fuck? How, I mean, it's just... Huh? I I don't even have words for it because I'm still in a state of shock. How do you put a bunch of crabs in a suitcase and then wait for wait for it coming out a turnstile thing and they all escape? And it didn't happen in the U.S. because let me tell you something. I think if this shit happened in the U.S., people would be somebody would be under arrest. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, just take those crabs and put them right back in the water because I can't with them. What are you watching? Mm-hmm. Doing a show. And I'm hearing noises in the background. <laughs> Me? I thought I heard voices. No. 
Well, there's other people watching TV. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I I wanted to talk a little bit about everything, you know, things that, that people are saying on the Internet. One of the things that I had put in the description about my sister and I, she was joking around with one of the Facebook filters. I don't know if you ever mess around with it, but apparently there was a Facebook filter that made people look like a foot. So, yeah, it was it was hilarious because she did it to my mom. Like, she took one of the pictures that they took when they first moved out here. It was a picture that I took, actually. And um, we were celebrating their arrival here. So my sister took the filter, and she made them into, like, feet. And it was hilarious. And I was crying, and she was crying. And I said, you know, we should change all of our profile pictures into a foot and then tell everybody like make up like some kind of national holiday like it was national recognizing of feet. She goes, yeah, let's do it because people are like sheep. They'll just follow anything. <laughs> I mean, of I course guess somebody ha- I guess somebody who created this filter has a foot fetish. Maybe. I don't well, know. it could be. <laughs> if you want to go that route. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Sorry. <laughs> but you see that, I mean, that's just a perfect example that let's say so I change my Facebook profile into a foot. And then I called you up and I said, hey, Nelson, there's this whole recognition with feet. So if you go to your Facebook and change your face into filter, you're recognizing feet, whatever. And then you do. And then, of course, other people will follow suit that are your friends and be like, oh, Nelson, why did you change your profile pic into a foot? And then you'll tell them, you know, it's an honor of foot day or whatever, and then everybody else will do it. And it usually starts off like that. So it would beg the question of, should we be more careful about what we say on social media? Because there are people who just buy into so many things and they believe it or they want to believe it. I remember some years ago, a friend of mine had posted something about Starbucks and the milk or whatever. And then we come to find out that it was a hoax, the whole thing. And I already had known it was, but when I had seen her put it up, I had contacted her and I'm like, hey, this is a hoax. This is not real. Oh, my God, I feel so stupid, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, well, you know, even though it was an innocent thing, think about the things that are being spewed out there on the Internet for the world to see. You know, there are some things that you just cannot take back. For whatever reason that is. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. One good example of when the Grammys was happening and um, that girl, Billie Eilish, she had made a face. And then right away, people assumed that she was making the face at Eminem. Because remember, Eminem made a surprise appearance on the Grammys. Was it the Grammys or was it the American Academy Awards? 
No, it was the American Academy Awards, I think. The Oscars. The American Academy Awards? That's, you mean the American... Wait, wait, are you talking about... um? You're talking about... Not the Oscars, that's the Academy Awards. Um, yeah, I'm talking about the Oscars, the Oscars. not okay. the Grammys. Yeah, it wasn't the Grammys, it was the Oscars. So... I don't know, but see, this is this is the shit that I'm talking about. That people have a tendency of taking something, a person or what have you, that they don't like, and they mix two things together. So Billie Eilish was in fact making a face because um, I think somebody was thanking an award and they may have thanked her or included her. And she put a face like, no, not me. You know, kind of like, this is all you, like, take credit for yourself kind of a thing. Not in a bad way, but like, you know, don't be afraid to accept the award and be happy about your accomplishment. And somebody on Twitter had taken her face and put it like, she was making faces at Eminem when, in fact, she was not. So mm. I had seen some people that I know start chastising Billie Eilish and making all of these scathing comments. And I'm saying, if you're a person who's supposed to be like a representation of other artists and things of that nature, is it wise for you to be making these scathing comments on social media about somebody who is clearly making a hell of a lot more money than you are. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. What profession are you in? Is it okay for you to say certain things? We have the majority of the people who are trolls. They want to come in. They want to talk. They want to say things. And... You know, you look at their Twitter account, you look at their follower account. Some of them don't have people following them, but they're busy there talking shit about other people until finally somebody reports them and then the account is no more or goes away. Um, But that's, you know, that's what it comes down to that. Why is it that? Not why is it, but shouldn't we be more careful about the things that we say? You work for a television station, and again, we're not naming what that show mm-hmm. is, et cetera, et cetera. Like, talk about your process. Do you have to go through any type of process, research, um, before anything happens? I mean, What's what's your process? Well, as you've mentioned about research, we do have people researching this, you know, as far as what type of news to get. I mean, make sure these news are actually, you know, reliable and not just something made up, you know. Mm-hmm. So you always got to check the source before you do it. Otherwise, you will look stupid if you report something that isn't true or is that you got it wrong. It has happened right. a lot of times. And sometimes when does when things do like that happen, um, sometimes we let's just say we court the show more than once. So if worst case right. scenario, like if we got the wrong information, 
wrong name, wrong anything, you know, we will re-edit that and fix it from there. It's a simple fix, but in this scenario, we have people, even this, the production has lawyers, too, to check up on those things, too. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not just, you know, just researchers. We have attorneys, too. And they're always right. making sure pretty much no TV. You know, there's, there's lawyers that know TV, specifically just, you know, TV, you know, laws like, oh, you can't say this. Oh, you shouldn't say it the way this way or that way. And so huh? Entertainment lawyers. Yeah, entertainment lawyers. Yeah, that's something like that. Yeah, exactly. Entertainment lawyers. There you go. I meant to say that. But anyway, uh, but long story short, yeah, so they they have people for that. So everything is always checked. Everything is, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that, you know, we're not, you know, saying saying the wrong thing, saying anything false or something that doesn't exist at all. That's a lot of it's a it's a it's a huge process too. It's not something that just happens in a few minutes, you know, because we don't know who we're dealing with and what we're you know what we're dealing with, you know. So, but you know, I've seen my... other stories over the years. You know, it kind of reminds me of the stories over the years. Some people are always trying to uh, make make something big out of nothing, and all that is just to try to get a reality show and stuff like that. Just I know mm-hmm. I know it's off topic, but for example, um, you remember this from years ago, like 2010 or 11. I can't remember what year it was. Um, something around that time, 2011 ish, maybe. But it was the it was the there was a kid, a kid actually inside a, uh, a a weather balloon floating around, and they say there was a kid I in there. I remember that story. <laughs> yeah, <Go ahead. laughs> and it was on the news. Everybody went crazy. They thought, oh, my God, there's a kid in the balloon and all that stuff. So long story short, it turns out that the kid was not even in there. The parents actually rigged it just to somehow see if they could get a reality show out of it, which I don't know how that would be possible, but there it was because, I mean, they were getting all this fame. So, but, of course, it didn't last long So because, End up happening with the the, the father actually ended up spending um, time for like maybe three months or something for this stunt. But hey, it's just one of those things. But those things like that, we always got to make sure that the, that that is actually fact and make sure there's nothing crazy. And we have other researchers and attorneys to make sure nothing stupid happens from our end. So, well, you know, I mean, that, that I remember that story. I mean, it goes. On so many levels, because I'm sure that with with TLC having a lot of family type oriented shows, where you know they they had like the the Kate plus eight, um, they had the other one, 19 Kids and Counting. They had all of these like family type shows. I'm not sure if, if TLC just knows best or something like that, but. Perhaps people in his mind, well, all of these people have TV shows. How come I don't have a TV show? Maybe if I do this, I will have my own show. But, yeah, you're going to do time for the sole purpose of you had, you know, the authorities come out thinking that there was a little boy in this, in this balloon thing that he built, and there was nobody in it. He wasn't going to risk his kid's life on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I know people are stupid, 
one would hope that he wasn't that stupid. Clearly he wasn't not to put his child. However, it was just a stupid thing to do. But going back to you talking about having attorneys and making sure that the stories are reported correctly because they don't want to come back with lawsuits, which is true. I wonder, you know, as, as a vlogger or these YouTube influencers, I started vlogging again recently on these reality shows. What about the word alleged? You know what I mean? Does that Allegedly, yeah. Does that make a difference when you're reporting a story? Is it different when you would say, I heard in the rumor mill, but it may not be true. Don't quote me on it. Can a person still come back? Because there was this one particular vlogger. She's very much out there. You know, she talks a lot about different celebrities. She was doing a lot of different exposés on Wendy Williams when all of this stuff was going on with her and her husband and her husband fooling around with some girl and the girl had a baby. I mean, she even went as far as finding out who, what hospital the girl was in and called acting like she was going to send flowers or something to that nature. Um, and I think she's even encountered some losses. I mean, I don't know what happened with them, but she did, you know, she did talk about it. So it's not like I'm speaking out of turn, but she did mention it. Um, so are the words alleged? Does that clear you from any kind of a lawsuit when you're reporting a story, even if it's you just talking on YouTube about different type of reality shows? I don't think so. I, I think what? Allegedly, if you say allegedly, you're saying that it supposedly happened. But the question is, are you clear from it? Probably not. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, there's, so, there's always that saying, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. And in the meantime, you know, if, if, if worst case scenario, like, oh, you're, you did this, you did that, but that, allegedly, but, but we have to figure out, you know, if, if you did it or not. But, you know, I don't think sometimes saying the word allegedly means you're off the hook. You know what I'm saying? So that's just yeah. to make sense. But, yeah. So Because I think people think that by saying that you're off the hook, but not exactly the case, you know, if that makes sense. So. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, so, I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to let you go. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure. But, but anyway, well, I mean, just the bottom line is that I guess we, you know, we just. We just, you just, if it happened, if you did it, you did it. If not, you did it. But by saying, I'm, I'm gibbering here, but but I'm just saying that that um, if if it makes sense to say that you know allegedly, but we're not sure there's a way to prove that, it doesn't mean you're off the hook. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to say. If that makes complete any sense to say. Yes, yes, it does. I mean, I think for me having studied a little bit of journalism in college and just trying to understand how to convey certain points of view. I think that, you know, if you have a sarcastic twang about how you share your point of view, sometimes people don't catch that. They're so into their 
feelings. And when they see something, mm. you know, they start having a titty attack, especially on Twitter, because I think that people just truly, truly get confused about what it is that they're reading. And they're inserting their own feelings in there and then taking it personal, like it has to do with them. I'll give you an example. And I don't know if this is a good example. <laughs> so, you know, last uh-huh. year I went to Wilder, Kentucky um, to interview Bobby Mackey. But unfortunately, right. he got sick. He had an ear infection. So believe me, I get it. Because I was right there just not too long ago. And I ended up interviewing his wife, which was super informative. It was great. And then, of course, you know, had to do the ghost hunting thing because it's the most haunted place in America. But, you know, we've heard that plenty of times, you know, with other places that that other places are the most haunted places in America. So um, Bobby Mackey's manager had put up a video on his YouTube channel or on Bobby Mackey's YouTube channel with us both hunting. And I started reading the comments, the very few comments that were there. And one stupid man was like, well, you're going in there and, and you're, I forget what it was that he said about, well, how could you complain when I was in the room of faces? How could you complain? Don't touch me when you're coming in there and you're saying you're coming, I'm coming peace. So he didn't realize that when I was saying I come in peace, I was being sarcastic. And if anybody knows me and saw the facial expression in my face when I said that, that I was being sarcastic. So him and this other guy, they were trying to be assholes and bully me on YouTube. And I ended up shutting them down because it's just like you're just jealous because you wish you were there and you weren't there to have the experience that I had. And, of course, you have all these naysayers, like there's this one girl replied, oh, you know, like, I don't believe in this, I don't believe in that. And I just replied, okay, like, who gives a fuck what you believe or don't believe in? Like, I don't care what it is that you believe in. I went there to have an experience, and I did have an experience. And also, when I was there, when I said I come in peace, I actually captured an EVP, and I don't know if you put on earplugs and you listen to it on your phone, you can hear a ghost saying, fuck you, which is you know, it's amazing to be able to catch those things. I don't take it fucking personal because I'm in that place. I'm in their space, and, you know, sometimes you do certain things to see if you can capture the EVPs and all of this stuff. So I forget why I said all of this. I I know I was using for an example. I was like, wait, what was the example? <laughs> why was I using this as an example? But, yeah, well, we were talking from allegedly to something else. I'm not sure. But, hey, yeah. look, it's a Saturday night. Go figure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just been it's been a crazy week for me, um, you know, just off topic. Things that I did want to talk about on this on this episode was that I was in for weeks now, even like being sick, whenever I could turn on my laptop that I had a a spur of, okay, I feel good enough that I could sit up in my bed and do a little bit of updates. So I finally updated 
stinky magazine. I shouldn't even say I finally updated it. Because it's, it's, I mean, I'm talking about like years of content that still have to go up for. But for the most part, the website is live. Um, the thing is, is that when you buy into these WordPress themes, there are other things. Sorry, I, I pulled away from the mic in case you didn't hear me. There are other mm-hmm. things that you have to buy to accompany all of this. So when people log into the magazine, you don't type in www. You have to type in HTTP um, colon the two dashes kinkymag.com. Okay. So I found this out because I don't have an, an SSL system. So it can't be HTTPS because when you log in, it'll say it's not secure. Now, I was using a Wix platform, which was, you know, conducive, but of course... Conducive? I mean, Wix, right? W-I-X, right? Right. I was using that, and it was conducive for the time being, but everything that I needed the Wix platform to do, it wasn't going to happen. And I think now Wix is like updating because I actually have two other websites um, that I use Wix for, and I'm not moving them. I'm not getting a WordPress theme because it's not a necessity for that. It's doing exactly what I want it to do, period, the end. Yeah. So, but it's um, funny you say – the reason why I bring up Wix is because I was thinking about revamping my website with Wix, and I heard yeah. it's pretty easy to use from what I was told. It is. So it's very, very easy. Believe me when I tell you. But Kinky Magazine is different in the sense that I needed it to be more interactive. Um, I think there's only so much space that you can get with Wix if you wanted to use it to put up videos, because I know you do a lot of video footage and all of these things. So the one thing that I would say is that Um, If all of your videos are going to be on YouTube, then you shouldn't have a problem. Um, I think my concern is when the false assessment thing happened, was my website going to be shut down for being, quote, unquote, adult? You know what I mean? Because Kinky Magazine, even though it is an adult magazine, it's not a porn magazine, if you will. And I think this is where people really, really got confused. I'm like, you're not going to log in and you're not going to see a woman taking like an eight inch cock in her mouth with cum spilling all over her face. And I hate to be so graphic about that, but that's what you see on Pornhub. (laughs) All the time, right? Uh, It's pretty much pretty standard. (laughs) One after another. Right, exactly. So You know, that was my concern, but also because I have a directory, that was also another concerning thing for me because of what had happened with um, Backpage. So there was a lot of these concerns that I had, if you will, about continuing using Wix to have for Kinky Magazine. 
So I moved it to a WordPress theme. That was a nightmare because I'm getting to know all of these things. I'm putting it together. Now I'm going to create like a video page and all of this stuff um, because I want to start incorporating more videos. I mean, I still have footage from Exotica from 2016 that's not even up there. Uh, and now that I have Adobe Premiere Pro and I'm getting a little bit to be of an expert, Good. thank you for that uh, for that tutorial, by the way. Um, I I want to be able to put up these videos, but I have to edit them first. Um, so with all that being said, yes, Kink Emag is now up, but you would have to type in HTTP colon the two slashes, and then kinkymag.com until I get the SSL certificate in place. So if you type in www.kinkymag.com, it's going to give you that message. Oh, it looks like they're trying to steal your information. I'm not trying to steal your information. It's just that there isn't an SSL certificate attached to it, which is something that uh, I'm going to be working on for, for the next phase. So, yes, that's what I've been doing. And who knows, maybe just building that website just made me sick because it was just crazy, you know, um, having to do that. And the other thing is that uh, I'm sure that you're familiar with Amberly Rothfield, but yes. I interviewed, yes, I interviewed Amberly Rothfield for KEM Top Talk interviews and discussions. And for all of you who are not aware, but KEM Top Talk interviews and discussions is being hosted by Skyhawk After Dark Radio. And uh, my shows come on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can listen to the shows there. They're all recorded. It's not live. Um if you miss it, there is a replay on Anchor FM forward slash KEM Top Talk, so you can hear all of the replays of the shows there. So I have been in this extensive process of revamping covers, being super selective about the interviews that are going to go up there now, because not all of the interviews that I've done over all of these years are going to go up for different reasons, you know, sometimes the people don't exist anymore, they're not in the industry anymore, so I, I want to respect their boundaries on, you know, not being a, a part of the industry. One of the things that, and I, I would like to get your feedback on this, Nelson, because okay. we have all met this same celebrity porn star person, and I don't know if you, you think you know you're talking about it's a man, <laughs> before you go it's through your Rolodex <laughs> in your head of, of women, it is a man, he's a celebrity, okay. been a porn star for many, many years, and I did an interview with him, I thought it was a great interview, I definitely want to put it up, but it is an interview with Ron Jeremy. Okay, cool. And, you know, people, because of this thing that happened not too long ago, what is it, like a year or two ago with Ron Jeremy being banned, um, people... Yeah, that was a crazy situation. 
Yeah. yeah. Again, um, it goes back to the same topics of things that go on on social media, things that people were saying about him. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing of what they were saying with um, shit. That other dude. Why can't I remember anybody's name? Don't worry, we're in the same boat. I know you mentioned Ron Jeremy, but you also mentioned you were mentioning somebody else. Yeah, there was. There's another actor. He's a a young. He's a young um, porn star. I mean, not young. I would say he's in his thirties, and his his name is is uh, similar to um, a famous actor, and I can't remember his name now. But anyway. Should I put the Ron Jeremy interview up? <laughs> well, there goes back to that conversation about allegedly, you know, all those kind of things. So, you know, see, this is where I guess, you know, you can still air it. I, I would put it up. I don't know if there's any, you know, uh, consequences would, would come out of that after that. Because, you know, the story goes is that allegedly, the word allegedly, you know, um, there was where I mean, there was a lot of things that was said about Ron Jeremy where he was, you know, because he let's face it, he was known to you know grab women at these conventions, you know. But but I, but 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 most of those are like consensual. It's not like you know somebody reported him until just recently. I, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but but you know the irrationale sometimes when it happens because he's Ron Jeremy. But uh, <laughs> but right. Now, not, to try, not trying to be funny, but I think we're in a different time in a different world. You know, these things are different right now. I'm not justifying it, but that's just that's just pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it makes sense because it's like ten years ago, Ron Jeremy would, would take pictures with women and he would just grab their tits without even asking. And then and and some women felt that it was an honor or a privilege just for them just to have Ron Jeremy grab their tits. I don't know, but (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. It's weird, but hey, look, that was years ago, but now things are different, you know, especially with all this Me Too stuff. So it's just, I don't know. It's it's hard to grasp. It's like that. It's like times have changed within the last few years, you know. I don't know. Now it's pretty much frowned upon completely. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. Well, you know, I would really like to put his interview up. The reason why I say that is because he is a person who has been around the industry for many, many years. I mean, he was okay. See, I had to, I had to look it up. James Dean. I think oh, James Dean. Yeah, yeah. We, we met him. Yeah, that knew James Dean. I had a funny feeling that was it was up there. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember his name. But uh, he's another one. You know, I met James Dean at, at uh, the Phoenix Forum last year, and I took a picture with him. I was so excited to meet him. And then I think to myself. At where? I'm sorry. Where did you meet him again? At the Phoenix Forum. Remember the, the Phoenix, oh, Phoenix Forum that they had? Um, it, it, it stopped. They stopped doing it. But um, I was really excited to meet him. And I think, you know, I took a picture with him 
and I never put it up on social media because I didn't want to experience any backlash of, well, Maribel, how could you take a picture of a rapist and, and all of this stuff? I mean, it's just like, who, but like, where is the proof? Where are the facts? And again, this all goes back to, can we just say whatever we want on social media because it's social media? Look at how many people have been attacked, have been accused. You know, do we need to censor ourselves? Is it wise for us to censor ourselves? We can't go on the Internet and tell people to go kill themselves or egg them on to do that. Because look at this girl who, who, who egged on somebody to go kill themselves, and they did. And guess what? Has went to jail. I mean, she came out. I think she came out earlier this year or sometime last year, but she was in jail. You can't just say certain things. And yes, I was afraid of the backlash of what other women think about me being excited meeting James Dean. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that, that, that he's being accused of being a racist and whatnot. Um, we knew, we actually interviewed him before, I think, on the red carpet of the AVN, and and, of all, and and Caroline was actually the interviewer, you know, and it seemed fine. Now that's I just find that so weird, you know. And um, well, he's not going to hit on her. That was mean. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said it, I no, didn't. I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, shout out to Caroline if she's even listening. I don't think she is. I don't know, but but uh, but yeah, we actually did something earlier off topic. We did something on Zoom. So yeah, I, I've been actually filming shows on Zoom on and off a little bit. So that's but, my next thing. But going back to the whole Ron Jeremy thing. So my thing is that I feel like Ron Jeremy had so much information on the porn world because, you know, again, he comes from the world of when we had the cable access. Do you know what I mean? Um, Yes. VHS, DVDs, like before internet days, it wasn't a matter of what he did or who he screwed or what have you, but just more, on the informational business aspect of things of what the porn world was like back then, as opposed to now. I mean, and now think about in this age of COVID-19 and all of the stuff that's going on, you know, um, people in the adult world really had to find ways to monetize even more on their yeah. brand and or product in order for them to make money, you know, because they yeah. rely on the public in order for them to be financed. Exactly. Um, Especially on these, uh, what do you think call uh, only fans, you know, which has gotten more popular than before. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, be, I remember interviewing different porn stars uh, last year, they were like, okay, you go check out my OnlyFans, my OnlyFans. And I'm saying to myself, how many people go to this thing? 
So right. So I didn't know how big it was until I actually decided to you know go on there. And yes, I do support a handful of uh, OnlyFans, only because mm-hmm. I did create a uh, an OnlyFans for WTF, which probably be in the process of working out on something right. at some point. But but and. You know, but it's like a Patreon for porn, if 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 that makes sense. But long story mm-hmm. short, you know, I'm seeing all this OnlyFans and stuff like that, and it's like check out my OnlyFans. Sometimes they, they, they some some women charge from like to free to like maybe three dollars, five, ten. The most I saw just most recently was like thirty dollars a month. So. Right. And, and and you're saying to yourself, is it even worth even doing it, or you just want to even like just want to help support them, you know, because they're going through this financial crisis just like we are. So, so that's just like one of those weird catch twenty twos. Is like, yeah, you're paying like thirty or whatever twenty dollars, but make sure you hopefully these contents are worth getting. I don't know, but right. But that's just that, that's just what's going on today. I think the the, the way to go is actually OnlyFans and, stuff. and now AVN has something similar to it called AVN Stars. So mm-hmm. similar to that. So I, they they just re- they they launched that this year. So so those things you know are quite interesting. You know that yeah you know how porn has changed over the years. And I even mm-hmm. think Pornhub you know you can make a little bit of money there too. And and, right. and just for shits and giggles, I actually even seen a a scene on on online somewhere. I, I like to call it the COVID nineteen scene, where two people mm-hmm. are having sex with their gloves and mask on. So, <laughs> well, of course this now the this, world prompts world. Me, <laughs> this prompts me to bring up TikTok yet again. <laughs> Wait, is there a porn version of TikTok? Oh, I, I, I think that'll be something. So like I put gum. up a video on my Instagram of uh, this dude. They, there are a lot of people that do like these comedy skits. And this dude, he does it with his housekeeper. And they did a comedy skit where I guess that she had served him dinner and he's preparing everything and putting ketchup, I guess, so some kind of a sauce so that he could uh, dip it and eat it. And he has his mask on. <laughs> so while he's preparing the food, he goes and puts it in his mouth, forgetting he had the mask in his mouth. So, of course, you know, it's funny. They got the little funny laugh in the background, and it makes you laugh even more. But today, when I was at the supermarket, the guy who who makes my coffee, he made, I paid for it in advance. He made it for me. So when I was getting ready to leave, all I had to do is just pick it up. And I have my mask on. <laughs> so I'm taking the, the paper out of the straw and I put the straw inside the cup and I was ready to take a drink forgetting that I had the mask on. And it reminded me of this dude when he was like preparing his food and getting ready to eat and shove the food in his mouth. And he still has the mask on. So I had to laugh at myself over this. But um, one, I wanted to bring up another funny thing. I don't know if you saw this, but on mm-hmm. Twitter the other day, somebody posed, not sure if you need to hear this, but 
top your delivery drivers. And she put top your delivery drivers all in large caps. Hmm. I guess some of uh, In what way? I like to know. <laughs> is, it better than a, is it better than a tip? <laughs> well, I have to tell you, it got over 18,000 retweets. And it got over 162,000 likes. Because it just... It, the the comments alone were hysterical, and I'm going to read you some of them. I'm imagining the bodies lining up. Oh, sorry, I hit my thing. I'm imagining the bodies lining up after they all been topped. Another person writes, "Just tip them. Topping doesn't sound like social distancing." This one guy, when I read his, I mean, his comment was a gift. When I read that, I was—I just lost it. I was here in bed, and I was in tears. I was crying because I just couldn't take it anymore. Waiting for the driver, like, and there's a guy, like, in a window, like, waving, like, anticipating. And then um, somebody put, please never delete this tweet. Thank you. <laughs> now, here's the other thing. Apparently, in London or in England, the country, um, to top a person means to kill them. Because there were other people that were complaining about this tweet. Um, And then some girl, she had put, of course, she started promoting herself, and she only got 14 likes. I mean, out of 162,000 likes, you would think that people are, like, reading this. And the other thing is is that there were a lot of much more responses that are now gone. The account owner limits what you, who can view their tweets. That's another thing, you know, when Twitter changed things around, I don't know how people are covering their accounts that you're seeing these, um, these messages. Somebody puts L-M-F-A-O. I top my delivery driver often. Some people use <laughs> gifts, you know, shaking their head. Some people are laughing. You mean tip them? I mean, I'm okay getting top two, but I need money for gas. There was a guy here, I don't know what happened to his response, saying, but I'm a bottom. He had put his response <laughs> that he was a bottom. So what does he do? So, wow. I mean, it was it was a funny thing, you know, on Twitter that uh, that somebody had put. We won't know ever if it was a typo or not. But I have to tell you that this tweet really took me over the top because I laughed so damn hard when I saw this shit. I'm going to take a quick break. Because I want to find yeah. more tweets. I mean, the, the whole point of this show was, like, to find the most outrageous tweets and then share them. <laughs> and see what we can Hey, look. I mean, you know, I always think that Twitter's always had something outrageous every day. Hell, sometimes I watch more on Twitter sometimes. Yay. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, you know, you also have a lot of people on Twitter that are saying a lot of crazy shit. And doing a lot of crazy shit. I mean, you know, people are promoting 
their products, their videos, they're putting stuff up that you probably shouldn't see. You know what I mean? If you're riding on the number one train, maybe you shouldn't have <laughs> certain accounts where you can view their stuff because if, if people see it, forget it, you know? You know, it's so, funny. It's like when people uh, thought of inventing Twitter, they didn't know how far this was going to go. And <laughs> now look where we're at. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break. I'm going to put you on mute. I'm going to put me on mute. Um, I'm going to play a song, and I'm going to text you um, just so that we can catch it. You can get text on the phone, right, while you're on the same phone? Yep. All right. You should be able to, because I know sometimes the iPhones act funny. So this is Maribel Blue, and you're listening to Unfiltered. This is not your cupcake kind of a show. <laughs> no cupcakes here. I'm being sarcastic. I'll explain the whole cupcake thing later. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> So I'm going to play some music, and we will be right back with more Unfiltered. Hey, everyone. It's Maribel Blue. Are you looking for more KEM Top Talk shows? You can find the rest of my shows, interviews, discussions, and erotic experiences on skyhawkafterdark.com. Skyhawk After Dark has an array of shows catered to your taste. So log on to www.skyhawkafterdark.com for more shows. Garvey's Hotel and Bar was solvent until the 2008 crash. With imminent ruin on the horizon, Jody comes up with a radical idea to revitalize Garvey's hosting orgies in the bar on the weekends. Jody convinces her conservative twin, Jackie, to try the new business plan on a trial basis. However, things come to a screeching halt when local law enforcement shuts them down. Jackie and Jody must team up with citizens in the small Arizona town to keep the orgy bar alive. Get all six e-books of the Garvey series for five fifty-five only on Amazon. Have you heard of the Vice? It's the newest chastity device from Locked In Lust. It's inescapable, comfortable, competitively priced, and comes highly recommended from both doms and subs alike. It really is the best. Find out why Locked In Lust is the fastest growing chastity company in the world. Use coupon code Alyssa B. That's A L I S S A B at LockedInLust.com for 15% off your entire order and 50% more point power towards future purchases. Hello, Dallas-bound subs and fetishists. This is Mistress Daria, kink enthusiast extraordinaire, inviting you to come stay in my dungeon, play in my dungeon, or visit me on one of the many extensive tours I do throughout the year. Learn more about me at www.mistressdaria.com. Be sure to read the FAQ and fill out the application page before contacting. You can also check me out on Twitter and Instagram as Mistress Daria. 
Look forward to hearing from you soon. Spanks. I not only want to control and dominate your body, but delve deep into your mind. Do you know the secret to domination? It's making you want what I want. Abandoning your own wants, needs, and desires to fulfill my wants, needs, and desires. Kneel. Worship and serve. Visit me at worshipnatasha.com and begin the road to submission. info on anchor.fm forward slash Maribel Blue, where you will find all of the replays of these shows. I mean, of course, you can listen to it here on Blog Talk Radio, but ever since I revamped uh, Maribel Blue on filters, I have a page that's just dedicated to all of the podcasts where you can find it there. So if you go to MaribelBlueUnfiltered.com and right on the top you will find podcasts, um, all of the shows are posted there. Um, and I, th- I believe you can actually, yeah, you can actually listen to it, which is pretty cool, right through the page. Um, it links right up to the anchor. So it's very, very cool. So before we took a short break, Nelson and I, we were just talking about a barrage of different topics from things that you can't or cannot say on the internet, um, the word alleged, and he brought up some really, really good points on um, the place where he works at how they have attorneys and things of that nature to kind of look over what it is that um, you can say on the air when you're recording a story, which I think is really important. However, you know, social media, something like Twitter is very big. So there will be a lot of people that will say things and pretty much get away with it because there's not... I, I think because Twitter is so large, and I use Twitter as an example because it is a different type of social media than Facebook. I think that Facebook, you have people that are just watching every little thing that you put up, and then you have people that are in this thing called Facebook jail, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. I mean, I like that it, Facebook it, jail. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just the absurdity of when you're calling a Facebook jail, like, like, like you're 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 holding. It's like, it's like I'm just visioning somebody like behind somebody behind bars, 
as their full profile <laughs> pick. <laughs> it's like, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of Monopoly. You know what I mean? When you yeah, throw the yeah. dice and you, you freaking land in the jail and then everybody's playing and you got to wait to come out and all of these things are like happening and you can't do anything about it until you get a turn. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I think what in monopoly, in order for you to get out of jail, you got to throw the dice. They have to be both the same. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) I can't remember what it was. Um, Makes me want to order the board game just to have it. And you know, that's another thing that, I've been collecting like weird stuff. Like I bought recently. Um, it looks like the the mini model version of a video game of Miss Pac-Man, and I haven't taken it out of the the package. It's still in the package, all nice and neat. <laughs> and I'm still contemplating on whether or not I want to I want to keep it, but. You know, in part, <laughs> of course, sell it for like $60. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, I have to tell you, in the midst of this COVID thing, like with the whole shopping thing, that's, I, I can't even begin to tell you, like, how many emails I get a day from all of these different stores that, that, that I've signed up with. And I don't know if the prices are going higher or some of the things are the same, but I had two things on eBay that I was selling, and they were there forever. And then all of a sudden, you know, when I least expect it, uh, somebody makes an offer. And a lot, most times, if somebody makes an offer and it's a decent offer, I'm just going to take it because I want to get rid of whatever it is that I have. And two things actually sold on there. And I'm thinking, you know, in this time of COVID, are people looking at eBay as a source of to buy their clothes and to buy things that are much cheaper that they wouldn't want to spend a shitload of money on all of these department stores? Um, so, you know, I made a little bit of money. <laughs> mm-hmm which is a good thing. But, um, so yeah, we were, we were talking about that and we were talking about things that, you know, can you say things on social media without having your account banned or suspended? Um, and like, you know, we were talking about Facebook with Facebook jail. I mean, it's, I mean, even Instagram, and this is something that I don't understand. I mean, we all know that Instagram and Facebook are the same thing. But um, one of the things that bothered me, because I have a, literally, I have a separate account for my dog, the Yorkie crew. And one of the, the people on the account, on that account, I'm just going to it now, she got banned for some reason. Like she was, she couldn't post. And what was odd was that not only could she not post, but she was able to post that she couldn't post. So I was confused. I'm saying to myself, how are you banning from posting, but yet you're able to put down, I don't know. It was just weird. But anyway. It is, um, yeah. Yeah, I actually thought about is, one day if I ever. What? No, I was just going to say the thing is, is that it's an account 
that honored dogs that passed away. And I'm saying, how could you ban that account from posting? How are you suspended? She can't post until May 13th. It's like, what the fuck? What kind of control shit is this? But then people who are saying like really fucked up things on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook, they just get away with it, like getting away with murder. It's insane. Indeed. And again, I just remember, like, like I remember, I was, you know, being funny earlier about the uh, the Facebook jail thing. I'll think about taking like a picture of myself being in jail in case if I ever go on Facebook jail. I never have that <laughs> happen to me before. But I've heard stories people being taken off of Facebook jail for the dumbest, dumbest things, you know. So some people actually, uh, like, like quick example, um, somebody posted a picture of them being an exotica from like 2011 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't mm-hmm. seem super provocative, but according to Facebook, it was. So because of that, that person was on Facebook jail for a while. So I don't know what is considered appropriate, inappropriate. I don't know. Even YouTube, we just go into that. Sometimes you don't know what's inappropriate or what it is, you know, according to Facebook sometimes. You know, and you try to fight it. It's so absurd. I I think it has to do with as well as that you have people who are hating on your page for whatever reason that is, and then they go and they report it. And it's ridiculous. I mean, it all goes back to, I have this friend who says, if you don't like what you see on my page, then either remove yourself as my friend or just keep it moving. And, you know, this is the one thing. Like, what do you report? What do you let go and just keep scrolling? I have friends that I have known for years, and I don't agree with half of the shit that they put up. But I'm not going to report it. I'm not going to sit there and argue with them. What is the point of doing all of that? What do you, what do you resolve by arguing with your friend over a post that you don't agree with? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, mean, I don't condone that either. I mean, like, I mean, I see things on Facebook, and it's not like, you know, oh, yeah, that's... Uh... You know, I should report this person. I don't really think, if I don't agree with it, I just move on. I just ignore it. I just don't acknowledge it. But you know, to report it, that's kind of silly. I don't know. But I don't know. That's the way we're living in right now. Yeah, the way yeah I just that think that is, some... it's what? a little crazy, you know, because there are certain things that are not really offending, but people get. I'm telling you, people get so caught up in their feelings. They really, really do. And I've seen it countless of times on Twitter where people will start arguing about the craziest shit. I mean, they'll start arguing about things that happen in in history and distorting it to some outrageous sort of nonsense that they believe happened when it didn't even happen that way. You know, we all have to remember that We live in a different time right now. But back in the 90s, we were living in a different time then. Back in the 80s, we were living in a different time then. You know, people who were around in the 70s and 60s and 50s, they were all living in a different time. 
It was a different time. It was a different behavior. It was a different dress code. I mean, just look it up. What was it like living in the 20s? What was it like living in the 30s, the 40s? It's all there for you. It's in the library. It's on the internet. You know, finding yeah, all of this Yeah, I saw something um, recently, you know, on videos where, like, how did the um, people live back in the Egyptian days? How people oh, – so here's something funny, if you want to hear something funny. Um, sure. How, how, was, how was hygiene in the days of the colonial times, you know, during the Revolutionary War? That was mm-hmm. quite interesting. So, I mean, wow. you know, yeah, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. So, if, 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 one thing I learned from that is that you know, if you can't, if you can't afford like a bathtub there or something like that, people actually mm-hmm. took took actually you know baths outside. Literally, I mean, I'm sure that's not not big news, but you just imagine like in the 1700s, you know, if you can't afford a shower, you just gotta like go outside and do it. And and do right. it where everybody can see you. So mm-hmm. hey, yeah, no. Yeah. Among other things too, you know. But yeah, so but that's just a lot of things, you know. People I mean, with all this social media thing, and the, and the one of the world is like, you know, if people hate on you, they just report you, and that and that'll be it. But you know. And I just think it's so stupid and immature. You know, like I look at videos. I've I've been looking like a lot of YouTube videos and things of that nature. And, you know, there are videos that are really inspirational and powerful. And there are people who just hit the thumbs down. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, how could you not like this video? Um, I don't know. So wait a minute. So so you're telling me that there's a new, there's a, some, there's a there's a cute kitten on on YouTube and somebody just dislikes it. Those yes, I mean it's just <laughs> insane. They they would not like certain stupid shit, and it's just like, what's the matter with you? You must be like some miserable human being, like you know, living in a hole somewhere where you actually have internet <laughs> and you're able to like not like these things because. You're miserable. I don't know what it is, but you were talking something offline when we were texting each other. You were yeah. talking about sports. Yeah, sports is actually becoming quite interesting the last few weeks now, most recently. Because um, I, 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 yours, yours truly is a big sports fan. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, the first <laughs> major event is actually taking place as we speak. Uh, the UFC 249 is happening right now, um, but uh, I'll find out the results later, only because I'm not paying money for that right now. But that's besides the point. Um, but what I'm <laughs> saying is, I saw the preliminaries earlier. They didn't have no crowd there, but they had two guys going at it. So just imagine that without a crowd, but they're still doing their thing. So mm-hmm. it, it is a little bit uh, different. WWE lately has been doing shows without an audience. Been doing that for like two months now, mm-hmm. and you know it's it is a little bit different. Also, and now we're moving on to also to Korean baseball because Major League Baseball is not happening right now until right. they're still developing how they can still just have the season going. But but my prediction mm-hmm. with that, I'll get to that in a second is probably that you know I'll get to that now. They'll uh, have no fans attending. 
these games because in Korea, mm-hmm. currently, the season just started, I'd say, a week ago. And right. I've been watching the games. It's been actually interesting, though. Very different. They're not bad games at all. It's quite interesting. Uh, matter of fact, you have to stay up late to watch it a little bit if you want to watch it live. But it's on mm-hmm. ESPN. But the interesting part about it is that one, you know, is in South Korea. They have different stadiums there. Um, they have cheerleaders, and most of those cheerleaders are wearing masks. So really? no fans, but the umpires are wearing masks. Um, the coaches or whatever are wearing masks. Um, you know, high-fiving is forbidden. You know, like, you know, every time there's a home run, everybody, you know, the, the, yes. the players come out and give out high-fives and whatnot. And the biggest one of all is no spitting. So if you're, if you're familiar wow. with baseball, you see a lot of people, uh, see a yes. lot of players spit a lot, but now they're trying mm-hmm. to prohibit that in Korea. Now, imagine this, um, putting this, on, you know, on Major League Baseball. I think it wouldn't surprise me. But I, the reason I bring up Korean baseball is, I mean, it's been interesting to watch. But what they're doing with Major League Baseball, they're still proposing this idea, but I don't know if this is even going to go through yet. So mm-hmm. what they're going to they're good talking about is, is that they're dividing certain uh, leagues into two groups, and they're doing it with spring training rules. Basically, mm-hmm. the what how, how they do it in spring training is, you know, they have the, the National League and American League. In this case, they're going to have the Cactus League, which is based out of where all the teams are in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Happen, you know, like spring training games are happening in Arizona. Yeah. That's where the Cactus mm-hmm. League is. You know, like you know when the White Sox and the Cubs are all there. While mm-hmm. in Florida is the is the uh, Grapefruit League, well, that's where the Yankees and Mets usually do their spring training. So they're right. using those to have the regular season going, so to mm-hmm. keep things moving. In a way, it kind of makes sense, but if you're not familiar with the Cactus League and Grapefruit League, it can get a little confusing. But I yeah. see why they're doing it. So so that's what they're going to I mean, like, if they start soon, it might be being like in June or something. So I think they're all trying to bring sports back as quick as possible. Hey, look, the UFC came back tonight. You know, WWE's they're still doing their thing. Korean baseball mm-hmm. is doing good. As far as the ratings, because everybody's watching, because there's nothing else on. And mm-hmm. you know, at football season, they they released their schedule, but they're still um, trying to figure out if the season's going to start late, which I don't think it is. By September, hopefully, mm-hmm. this thing is over. Knock on wood. Right. But you know, you know, I, you know, again, I just have to be thinking. What? I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say <laughs> well, it anyway. had me thinking a whole bunch of of things, you know, because you're talking about sports and certain habitual things, you know, like spinning. You're talking about. I mean, it's it's. We live in a world where we're like creatures of habit. So the yeah. thing is, we're gonna have to relearn certain ways of living now with this whole COVID situation. You know, I would like at some point to get somebody here who's a conspiracy theorist who doesn't believe that all of this shit is really happening. 
and get another person who believes that it's happening and hear them argue their point on the air. That would be really cool. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I, don't you, I don't think you want Donald. I, I don't think you want Donald Trump on this show at this present moment. So. No, I would. Uh, I would never. <laughs> Unless it was a fake one, then that would be a different story. But so this is a guy I mean, who's, just, who's like, you know, with with all this wearing the mask stuff, this and that. This guy is just like, oh, I'm not gonna wear a mask. I'm not gonna do this. You know, I don't need to wear a mask because I'm Trump. You know, whatever. So. <laughs> This guy is so fucking weird. So fake news. The guy is so fucking weird. And then most recently, talk about strange tweets. This guy is saying, you know, with all this COVID-19, the only thing he can say for himself is, it's not my fault. You know, as far as the whole politics is concerned, I, I try not to watch the news of anything that he's saying or that's going on. Uh, you know, I try not to watch it either too much because you know I don't want to be like so worked up about it. So, yeah, you know, to get all too fired up. So, well, because that's that's what happens. You know, right now there are a lot of people who are really stressed. They're tired of being locked in their house. I mean, for me, I I'm trying to get as much work done as I can. It sucks, you know, to have been sick for more than a week that I really couldn't get as much done as I wanted to. But for me, I feel like I'm so much of an introvert that I'm over here just like typing away and doing all of these things. I've been watching Friends, which has been keeping me company at night, you know, watching all of this stuff. But I have to tell you, you know, you're bringing up this whole baseball thing, and I think to myself, how do we move forward from all of this? You know, we're not going to be going on social media complaining, crying, and saying all of these things and what have you. Um, Somebody is calling me. Can you believe this? I don't even know who is calling me. And I should answer the phone and say, hey, do you know I'm doing a radio show right now? Is this important? Mm -hmm. Hello, I'm doing a radio show right now. Is this important? And they go and hang up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, I mean, again, you know, just to bring back to the sports stuff, uh, sports stuff, real quick. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's really going to be hard, like, like like you would say, because it's like um, sports is a place where a lot of people congregate a lot. Right. Yeah. So. so it's not like so. What's going to happen now? It's like all these. Are, are we going to be like you know, ten feet, six feet away, two feet away, away from everybody now? You right. know, that's another thing. What's going? To, what's taking place? I mean, I don't know. The NFL might start. You know, like around August, September. Are we going to have fans mm-hmm. then? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so exactly. You know, like with so like with this Korean baseball we were just talking about now. There's no fans, mind you. So there's cheerleaders with masks on, which I thought it was hilarious to watch. And, um, you know, it's like, again, you know, we're in a different, really warped up world. It's like, who knows what's going to happen with the next 10 years? Because I think no one saw that, you know, the whole, the whole world was shut down for, for, and we don't. And, and the first thing is, is that we're in the world is like we're the whole world is shut down, and we don't know what to do. 
Right. There are people that are truly um, losing their minds over everything that's going on. I mean, I sort of understand it, but then the other part of me doesn't because I'm a writer, so I'm sitting here, I'm writing, I'm doing articles, I'm managing different sites at the same time. So I'm trying to keep as busy as I can. I don't understand the mindset of I have to be outside and I have to do this and I have to talk to people and hang out and be at a beach and all of this stuff. Like my parents are like that. They're little bit of social butterflies. Like when my father moved out here, he took it upon himself to introduce himself to a couple of neighbors. Meanwhile, you know, I was living in this house for a year before they moved out here. And I spoke to no one. <laughs> just like I, I came home from work and I came into my house and I didn't want to know about anything or anybody. But that's just the way I am. You know, I'll be a social butterfly when it calls for it. But for the most part, I'm a homebody. I like being home. I like creating. I like doing all of my stuff, all of my work and everything that I've been doing. Um, it's been, you know, it's been fine for me. Like I said, other than being sick. Um, and it was scary to go out, you know, because, again, you just don't know. Um, I think that just overall with everything that's been going on, as far as the COVID is concerned, I think that things are going to be real different. It's not going to be the same. Um, it's going to be a different life. Um, it really is. I, I don't think that we're going to be the same people, not the way it was before, not before all of this had happened. But, you know, as far as the main topic is concerned about social media and, and people saying whatever it is that they want, I think that once people are going back into work, because I don't know if you've even noticed how Instagram, people have been putting raunchier posts, people on Twitter putting raunchier posts. I think once people come back into their offices and start monitoring all of this stuff, there are going to be a lot of accounts that are going to be deleted as a result of putting these things up here that hmm. it's, it's kind of like talking to walls. You know what I mean? I, I just don't understand if you tell people, hey, if you tell people that, you know, they can't do certain things. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just have to close my bathroom door because my dog thinks it's okay for him to guard the cat food. But um, he, it, I forget what I was going to say now. Oh, you about... And, and things of that nature that if people are telling you don't put up certain things because you risk losing your account I would say listen to that you know there's a reason why we have social media there's a reason why we're able to post the things we post however I think that we should all be careful in what we say in what we post if we want to be able to keep our accounts intact. For me, I feel like it's important. It's important that I post accurate information. 
that I post information that will help people, entertain people, um, and not hurt people in the end. Um, I'm not that kind of a person to do that unless you provoke me, and then, of course, I'm going to call you all sorts of stupid names, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, like I said, we live in a society where people still think they can do and say whatever they want. And I think at the end of the day, we have to be careful. Things that we talked about in the top of the show, this poor guy, you know, who who people felt it was okay to go ahead and and murder. Now I'm trying to go back to to that article. <laughs> um, oh goodness. Who was shot You know think about The person that was recording Who is this person Who did they share these recordings with Who was the one that gave up This thing I mean these are things that we all Have to think about And use Common sense In how we share Information that even goes even right down to to the vloggers, you know, these quote-unquote YouTube influencers. I mean, I don't know how much of an influence they are, but even then, why is it that I watch them? Is because I want to make sure that what I'm sharing, even though I try to come across as comedic or funny or sarcastic or whatever you want to call it, that I'm also being careful about what it is that I say and that I'm sharing my information accurately because I don't want my account to get shut down over something stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just <sighs> You know, I guess, you know, when you mentioned earlier about people are just are posting more raunchier stuff on Instagram and Facebook, I mean, um, Twitter, I think, I mean, it's always been raunchy. It's just now there's just a lot of people are just, I don't know about losing their mind, more or less, you know, I'm just going to put stuff up and just hope for the best and see if, if I get away with it or not. I guess nobody's yeah, not going to, you know. Give. The thing is, is that you can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? It's like you can't hope for the best. If you're making an see, investment on your account, See, but that's the Why thing. It's like, who says they can't? This is a thing. But, but, but here's the thing. Like, who says they can't, right? <laughs> See, that's because nobody's not really thinking. Look, you know, I'm not saying, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, let's, uh, I'm just going to show a dick pic on my on Twitter, which will never happen. Um, right. I'm not doing that. But somebody who's just, you know, been in isolation for a few months decides to do it anyway. And then mm-hmm. most likely regret it later when their bosses say, hey, what the hell did you put this on Twitter for? You know, <laughs> you know, unless you're a porn star, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you know. I mean, even Kendra Lust, Kendra Lust actually put really good content out. And she's showing everything. You understand what I'm saying? I think it really yeah. is a matter of how how you put yourself out there, for lack of a better word. I can't find the word off of the top of my head. But anyway, we have four minutes left, literally. <laughs> so we have to, unfortunately, end the show. But I just want to say 
thank you again for being on the show, Nelson. You're always yeah. great to have conversation with and the things that you bring up. Um, and I also want to say that Amberly Popfield will be on featured on Skyhawk After Dark on Monday, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll be able to listen to that interview as well. Super informative. And also all past interviews you can find on anchor.fm forward slash KEM Top Talk. And for Unfiltered, it will be forward slash Maribel Blue. And I'll be including all of the links in there, Nelson's link, my link, and everything else. Nelson, any last words? Three minutes left. All right. The only thing I can say um, is hang in there. We'll get this through. And check out my website, WTFworld.com. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at WTFTV. Pretty simple to remember. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that, Nelson. Oh, my goodness. All that right. Really Always stay safe. <laughs> yes. Everyone stay safe. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of tonight's episode. Next week, I want to say... I am having a special guest. Um, I'll be putting the promos out. I was actually going to pull up his name um, on Instagram, but we're going to be talking about relationships in this episode. Um, I found, I guess I was following him. His name is Malak, uh, somebody, Malak Desade. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I hope I am. But he wrote a book, and his his expertise are relationships and women who, I guess, subject themselves to the wrong kind of man and even men who subject themselves to the wrong kind of women. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, You definitely want to be a part of this. Um, So I'm looking forward (laughs) to having him on, and we're going to dissect a lot of different things as to why people – get involved and subject themselves to the wrong people who are unhealthy for them. And we're going to have lots more. 90 seconds. Okay, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Running out of time. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. This is Maribel Blue signing out. Don't forget, be good to each other, be good to yourself, and most importantly, take care of you. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.